now we're using the social media more for like the podcast promotion, but we still, we recently kind of refocused our content um, and some of the stuff we do, like we have our own Discord channel now, like the uh, like community chat yeah. or whatever. Um, I use it a lot. We started game, like, game Oh yeah, yeah, that is more of a gaming thing. So you're hit, yeah. Um, so so we we added that. Our Patreon is more like aligned to like fitness accountability tips. You know, just living a healthy lifestyle in general. Um, and at the end of the day, man, it was really about helping people. Some people were saying like, look. You, you know, you guys have really helped me stay like locked in, and and like in the beginning, the podcast was really broad. Like we talked about whatever, um, and we still like we're gonna talk about other stuff. But you know, we um, you know, we started the podcast and our basketball training business around the same time, um, and I think people were like saw like oh like not only did they start something, but they're sticking with it. So there's people who we like to say in our clocking community, we like started their own businesses out of it because, you know, they saw us as motivation. Um, you know, they, they did things that maybe they were kind of fearful of doing. And I, I guess we, we kind of helped them. So, yeah, man, I mean, it's really about helping all, people. All organic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we weren't trying to make this some type of big thing. Like, we just, we just did it and we saw it was helping people. Um, and then we were already talking about doing a podcast. And you know, our god brother was like, Y'all got this momentum with clock in, like, you might as well just name it that. So we're like, Yeah, true. Um, so yeah, man, that, that's kind of how that's kind of how it started, man. And um, we will, I do want to talk at some point in this episode about entrepreneurship and what it's really like, like the, like the real lifestyle of it. Because I, well, I don't think I know everybody in here is an entrepreneur. Um, so we'll talk about, I want to hear y'all stories a little bit later. Um, but yeah, man, we got a new segment. We started this season, um, but let's we need to introduce ourselves. Let's start there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've been good. Have we been good about that? We've been good about it. But we, we start. We the first like thirty episodes, we would just start talking. Like <laughs> no intros, no nothing. 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 We ain't got Doctor Rob here, so we ain't got the. Yeah, know, we right? don't got the jingle. We don't got the yeah. Remember Jamie Fox? Remember he, he used to work for the jingle? <laughs> oh yeah, the Jamie actually, Fox show. That thing I was watching Jimmy Fox's like the the, the, the song to fancy joint. Yeah, dearly beloved. Yeah, he used to Wale. sing his ass. Hey man, Wale Wale sing why don't you put in the jingle real quick? Cause you sing. No. Why don't you go ahead and plug in? No. You know, unique with clock in, unique. No. <laughs> oh, hey, cool. It's your no. time. your time to shine, bro. Hey, my son, I ain't about the Doctor Robbins. He got a special place right. in this show. I ain't stepping on that man. Somebody, show. somebody got to fill in. Let my man introduce himself. You know, I, I actually when doing the podcast with the with doing the barbershop show, uh-huh. it's a staple. It's like it's just a process. It's yeah. just like the same, you know what I'm saying? Hey, what up? But I just go through it. Actually so I don't think I think in the beginning the weirdest part was starting. Just doing it. But yeah. then once I did it I'd go back and I look at it. Yeah. Like, oh I like this, oh I don't like that. It was it was way like, the first yeah. I don't know, we got like five, six years of this joint. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, that's big time. It's crazy, you know what I mean? But like it's so now it's like uh, they got like they got the the promo joint has the uh, the lower thirds and shit. So mm-hmm. I, I go through, I can add their names and their little tags or whatever. We yeah. got Seamoss Phil, Bonnie <laughs> don't play that, Sean oh, yeah. and <laughs> Rose Gold Jones and Bob. But like I got everybody's little nickname, yeah, yeah. their name. You know what I'm saying? So it's like and now I look forward to. It. I go through, I do 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 everything. Everything. Shit, man, cool. Yeah, man, introduce yourself, man. Since since we you know we on the topic, man. Topic. Talk about your show. You know, part uh, of the joint. I'm blue, blue five one. 
I do uh, boxing, fitness, gaming, all that stuff, music. Everything I do, everything I like to do, I make money off of. And I'm, uh, I guess, I always do a podcast here at the barbershop on Fridays. Every Friday we do a podcast. And then, um, that's about the that's about Renaissance, it. man. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I you, look, you look like you can, you can cook. You probably cook, too. I, okay, so listen, I was just getting made fun of you. I only cook for my kid all day. I yeah. make her breakfast from scratch. I go to the grocery store with her. Everything's fresh. I only cook for my kid. Like, I, all day, I make fresh food for her. She That's leave, I'll right. be like, you know, I eat when I feel like eating. But like when she here, every two hours, there's something mm-hmm. on a plate or a snack being made. Every two hours, we get something to eat or we have something in front of her. Yeah. Like, it's about, man. Yeah, I don't know what it is, man. Just Breaking like, stereotypes. I actually, got, I actually got a chance to meet your daughter. Uh, it was actually the first time I've seen you in the barbershop. Like, <laughs> you're, like outside of this. Yeah. And uh, I got a chance to meet your daughter for a little bit, so that was dope. And I can see... He just lit up. Yeah, man, there's no me. denying that. Yeah, she looked just like me. She looked just like me. She looked just like me. You know, I was like, I got get on her mother's nerves. <laughs> I don't need no tests. I'm good. Yeah, she's like, she's like, that's, that's, that's blues, yeah, yeah, you. That's blues, baby. She yeah. looked just like me, bro. That's ridiculous. Yeah. That's absolutely ridiculous. Sean came through. Sean was like, hey, what's up? She was like, Sean, cool. <laughs> I like Sean. I don't know why. Sean danced on the home. Yeah. He came with me and we was at the front. He danced all the way down the joint. I That's connected with the kids. No, but for real, yeah. For real though, like, I remember back in the day when we first met Sean. This was like 09. Um, me and Austin would always talk about me. Sean's smooth, man. Yeah. We, we, yeah. we rock with Sean. We went to this shit barbers at the time, but. Um, they used to go to Nate, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, go ahead, Sean. Introduce yourself, man. Just yeah, I'm Sean the Don. Here to get it on. <laughs> now I'm a serial entrepreneur. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm just here to bring any type of enlightenment, knowledge, fun, and entertainment to, you know, the set that we producing. Yes, sir. That's the best way I can put it. Yeah, the therapist. He's my therapist on the low. There you go. We all need it. Yeah, and you know what? Speaking of therapy, man, you says I I've been, I've been watching you and you said some real stuff in one of your episodes, and it was uh value. Work, no, worth versus fit. Yeah. versus worth. Yeah. I said, damn! You know, I'm about to use it. You know, I'm about to use it. I was like, I said, wait you a minute. I see he got a, he got a point. I can't wait this What thing. was this? He was like, the, the title was Fit versus Worth. And you're basically, you're basically saying that if you and a woman, let's just use you and a woman as an example, just because... Y- y'all don't mix well together. It doesn't mean that you don't have value or she don't have value. It just means y'all wasn't a good fit. Yeah. And then he went on to explain, uh, one of y'all, it was either you or it you, was went on to explain about college. Um, and there's different programs in college for basketball, but just because that this program at this college didn't work out, doesn't mean that he's less valued as a player as a basketball player, it just means that that program or that school wasn't a good fit for him. But then he flourished when he went to a different school or something, which is a good fit. Doesn't mean that he undervalued himself. So, you know, it's a big importance, you know what I mean? Because I think, I, we totally get off topic because we no, don't just just, ourselves. Yeah, but good. Um, it goes to what we deal with and talk about all the time, right? With men and being involved in relationships with women. Because sometimes you might get into it with a woman, whether you're just talking, debating, or just hashing some things out, and you might hear, oh, you don't value me, or you, or, or either one will say it. You don't value me, you don't value me. But it's not necessarily that someone doesn't value you or you're not valuable. Like, that's really the main need of it, that you're not valuable. It's more or less that y'all just not a good fit. And maybe the values that you do have just doesn't fit for her. 
right. because she doesn't value that she doesn't hold your the values you do have in high regard. Yeah, I'm gonna talk on that later. I'm gonna let y'all introduce y'all. Nah, you're that, good, that man. Was some good nah, I got the questions and I got the rebuttals for that joint. That joint, yeah. I smashed the light. I, I wanted to super like that joint. Like, 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 like. Yeah, I mean, like, basically, like you said, I mean, uh, here's, where, here's where it came down to. There's a girl who I'm um, cool with, and um, she has kids, um, divorced, been through a lot of trauma and stuff like that. And uh, she talking to this dude for like on and off for like a year and um it was getting rocky and she was like yeah i mean if if we don't work out i guess i'm just not worth it that's it and and i i told her i said well this because it doesn't work out that has nothing to do with your worth that just means y'all aren't making fit and a lot of people confuse it to like you gave the example with you know basketball or it could be jobs like a lot of people lose their confidence because they because something didn't work out right and their 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 first uh, uh, their their first uh, thought process is man I wasn't worth that or I'm not worthy of that and I was just saying like look there's a difference like sometimes maybe you know depending on the thing like maybe you weren't worth being a yeah, one player there's a lot of I'm I'm gonna think about it the, 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 um, from the standpoint of ain't shit women because there's a lot of ain't shit women <laughs> yeah yeah like, yeah you know I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying just, in my in my world a man pursues a woman you know what I'm saying so value value you know what I'm saying I don't have value shit but most of the time guys pursue a woman so you're normally the guy that's going into it and you're like you're the one I'm gonna say window shop window shopping which you're the one that's like assessing this relationship because you're the one pursuing the relationship yeah, she's fact. either accepting your advance or declining your advance. And that's just in my world of pursuing a woman. Some, people, some guys might do it differently. You know, there's guys chasing guys, there's girls chasing girls. I'm just talking about from my perspective, right? When I say you go after, you go off what you want. So with that, being, with that being said, sometimes a woman will hold themselves at a high regard in a way that's toxic. Oh, for sure. Oh, man. 100%. You know, how much, like, if you're kissing my ass... You got to kiss both ass cheeks and the asshole. You ain't worth it. It's like, yo, you are doing the fucking most. It's like, bro, you know what I'm saying? Like, some of this shit got to get, like you said, the good fit, I agree with. But I also feel like, you know, every time something don't work out, <laughs> it ain't because it's just everything. Oh, no, sometimes yeah, you're yeah, an asshole. Yeah, that's, that's, why, yeah, that's why I said asshole. sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't with you until you said sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I, all I'm hearing is absolute, absolute, absolute. Yeah, I'm nah. like, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Shit. Yo, I swear by yo, women women get on my fucking nerves when it comes down to like the value system. Because men in general. I deserve this. I deserve that. What do you bring to the What do you bring to the Because men ain't valued. Like, naturally, what I value. We are fucking like, we die in droves and wars. Like, in movies, you watch motherfuckers get hit with rocks from the top of buildings. You're like, okay, it's cool. But if it's a woman and a kid, you're like, oh no, not a woman and a child. You know what I'm saying? Like, we have this. Women and children are, high, are held in higher regards than fucking men. Men, you, if you're a man, you're expendable. You know what I mean? Like, you are, your job is to sacrifice. That's literally what your job is, society wise. You're programmed that yeah. way. Fuck that. <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm putting up. If I'm putting up, yeah. you better be equally yoked. You better be putting up too. If I gotta put up and you got more shit to add them up, if I see you slide one fucking Brussels sprout on this fucking plate, it's oh, it's done. You ain't now. I'm out of here. I'm fucking done. Yo, that'd be wild, bro. It's absolutely wild. But anyway, I'm glad you said sometimes. Nah, yeah, yeah. I got no problem sometimes. I got no problem sometimes. If there's anybody who's going to. That was mad irritating. He was like, yeah, because volume. And I'm listening to him like, 
fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it's a bad girl point. It's See, great thing. for it's people who are under like you tricking because you gave three examples. You said basketball. Yeah. You said job. He didn't hear none of that. He didn't hear none of that. You said women. All I talk about is shit drinks. Soon as you said, I was like, all I hear is the flip, yo. I get flipped on all the time with my niggas, so I'm like, I heard the flip. I'm like, someone's gonna hear that and go back home and be like, don't let nah, don't let nobody confuse and get you knocked off your center. You a good dude. You solid. You know what I mean? And really, you've been burned by these toxic bitches. And I feel you leaves a bad taste in your mouth. Yeah, I get I it, but that's also a good thing too, because now it makes you more selective. Yeah, so now when you elevate and you start to get around, I'm gonna give you. You gonna eventually when you start to, cause you you socialize, but you don't really put yourselves in the positions to attract these type of women. I'm getting ready to talk about, cause if you did, that's all I'm gonna say. Uh, you remember you remember the chick I called you about? Yeah. And I was like, yo, what what we doing with this? Like, what, yeah, you remember that? Yeah. Man, that's like an abundance, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like, come on, man. I'm trying to, all right. Hey, look, I can show you better than I can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I can show you. You be wanting to play that's video games. You know, nah, nah. yeah. That's nah, offline. Nah. Yeah. You be wanting to play video games and shit. I'm like, yeah, I can play the video game. Fuck that video <laughs> game. Homie want to play games too. Like I'm just saying, like yo, it's, it's, yeah, good, it's a good man, Let's go. You know what I'm saying? It's a good move. <laughs> We're out here. You know what I mean? Let's yeah, go. Like, who, who the fuck are y'all? Me and Shaq talking about. Oh, yeah, right, right, still right, intro. Yeah, nah. Look, man. Marshall Hamilton, Coles, yeah. talking the podcast. You know, Austin Hamilton, aka Ham. What's your nickname? Set, well, depending on my podcast nickname is Sedadico. Okay, my middle Seda name. What? My middle. My middle name is. Hold on, don't try to say that. Hold on, Seda what? You did it on purpose. Seda, first off, won't play it up. So I wish we had the drops because yeah, it'd be yeah. funnier. But uh, my middle name is Cedric, right? And no, don't give me. I want to hear the name. Don't give me. Yeah. Well, then, well, that's the origin so, of the name. I want the origin. I just want to hear Sedadis. Cedarico, all right, Cedarico. Oh, you know, I, I didn't hear that. So, you so heard the Spanish oh, shit. You, 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 you got to put the accent. I can't. You got to put the accent. Cedarico. You got to put the accent. Cedarico. He's like, you got the yellow. Cedarico. Basically, me me, and Eric, we was we was messing around like with some drops and, you know, in the studio or whatever. And uh, I don't even know where it came from, but I just I just went off and was like, Cederico! <laughs> and then we're like, yo, that's Marshall's drop, bro. <laughs> that's so, what his nickname ever when, when I get spicy, because we would talk about, you know, relationship stuff, I'm the one who's going to keep it above, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to be politically correct, so they would say I'm getting spicy, so they added the O, because it just sounded <laughs> spicy, you know what I'm saying? That's my, nah, I can dig that. Cederico is fucking hilarious, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's hilarious. We got to get a shirt. There you go. Whenever it's hilarious, you got to put on a shirt. I love how everybody's mentality is now. When it's fucking hilarious, put it on a shirt. That's the first thing everybody says, put it on a shirt. That's what I'm saying. I need a political cartoon. But look, real quick. We got we got, we got Nico. We got to introduce Nico and E, man. We got Nick in the building. AKA Mr. Fooley. Yep. We got sure. E in the building, aka Russ, Russell. Russell got drop today, but uh, nah, that's a team, man. Shout out, shout out to them. Everybody knows we wouldn't be anywhere without them. Yeah. Um, all right, we got a new segment: clock in and clock out. Basically, clock in means thumbs up on something. Clock out means thumbs down. Like this, uh, this is like a game show. It is, it is. All right, so we got two boxers in the building. All right, so this is gonna be. Um, 
to me, interesting to hear. Jake Paul as a boxer. Got clocked in on him or clocked out. And and why? Right, based on your answers. Blue, we'll start with you. When you say clocked in, you mean am I am I fucking with the kid? Yeah, are you that's as a, a boxer is it like to give him the thumbs up? So I'm a, I'm gonna say clocked in only because what he's doing isn't abnormal for boxing. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, boxers get in, they stack their card, they fight anybody. You know what I'm saying? They get tomato cans, they call them tomato cans, they call them ducks. Um, they, they get people that, you know, come in there, you get your boxes, because you can go, right now, we all could be pro, we can all be pro boxers. It's just a matter of paying the fee. You go, mm-hmm. you, buy, you get your pro license, you pay the fee. There's no, like, you would think there's, like, a class or a course, like, a certification. No, my G, you can go get a license right now. There's no draft. Yeah, you just go get it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you can. Yeah, you just kind of go. Yeah. And then, so, you know, I don't want to look a bad coach, so I might not take you to a fight as your coach, but you can have a pro fight. You know what I'm saying? That's your prerogative. The thing is, Jake Paul fighting these MMA guys, these yeah. entire MMA dudes, all stuff like that, isn't abnormal. Boxers get, you see a boxer come on the, uh, on HBO Boxing who got 19 knockouts, zero right. losses, and right. you're like, Damn, who who is he, who's these nineteen people? This man knocked out. I never heard of him before. Yeah. But he got nineteen knockouts, no defeats. Clearly, he's banging heads. But he done fought nineteen people. That was like me and you at the barbershop. We made right. a quick five hundred dollars <laughs> to go fight this dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not a, it's not a what you call it. It's not abnormal what he's doing. You know what I'm saying? It's just that he has a bigger reach than most kids yeah. that start out. So he get these huge paydays because Jake Paul, everybody wants already wants to see him lose. You know what I'm saying? I uh, can he box? He can't fight better than an actual boxer. People okay. he's fighting, people he's picking to fight, are good for his skill level. Yeah, he's not a, a good boxer. I think the skill he used to knock out Tyrone Woodley the last time, that look at the body, faint to the body, uh, throw a jab down low, punch up top. That's a high level skill. I don't think that he executed as a high level boxer. Mm-hmm. But it was a high level setup. It wasn't a small setup. You know what I'm saying? Like that setup is like literally more advanced than what I've seen from Jake Paul the entire time. The fight sucked until he did that. You know what I'm saying? But it was a high-level skill. So, like, can he box? Yeah, you know, like, does, should he fight someone who's more skilled than him? Hell no. No one should do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do I want to see him fight somebody who's really skilled? Yeah, yeah. yeah but he's just not that skilled. He's, he's trying picking, to fight Tyson. Uh, I think Lo- Logan Paul's trying to fight Tyson. Is that Logan? Logan's the big one that fought yeah. Oh, okay. He's trying to fight Tyson. That's a bad idea. I don't Tyson could kill Roy, Roy Jones Jr. Yeah. in that, uh, and, and the, in that the, legend. The scary match. part about it, like, you would see flashes where he's like, yo, like, like, I'm Mike Tyson again. Yeah. I think because he's, like, yeah, in, like, like in mode. Yeah, yeah. He, like, he, he can pull he back. He can turn it on and turn it years off. Ago, I dog, you, boy. I 20 years ago, he's not pulling back. He was on drugs and stuff, too. Though. He was, yeah. like, was zooted and booted. He was like, he's like, woo, Mike Tyson. I'm the greatest. What did he say? He's talking about he's he, he he fought Roy. Remember he told the guy on the, on the, on the joint? <laughs> yeah. He was like, I'm like, I'm, I'm, do you love me? <laughs> Yo, you gotta be a bad. I've never been that angry in my life. You better get so bad you saw somebody. I'll do, I'll do you until you love me. Like, I ain't never heard that before. That's a different kind of prank, yeah, bro. Different, man. Mike Tyson was. He, How about he, you, Sean? You clocked. No, clock I'm, I'm done here. I'm not messing with him. I think he's good for. He's yeah, utilizing yeah. his resources. Yeah. yeah, he's creating a lane for himself, making some money, and like you know, he's really putting things on the map. But I'm, I'm not messing with his skills. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, I can't do it. You know what, I mean? what about Ali Walsh? Don't know who that is. Ali's grandson is been fighting. I seen him. Trash. Not feeling him either. Trash. I'm like, yo, you. you man. He's who's worse, Jake Paul or Ali Walsh? Yeah, I think Jake Paul is better than Ali Walsh. Yes, but so the problem with Ali, right, is. 
if you really that concentrated and you really that dedicated to the craft, you ain't got time to be talking about your great. You seen the fight when he was like, yo, I'm doing this for my granddad, and you know what I mean? He, he, he went to the museum, yeah. and it's just like, is yo, he, man. Is he losing? Five and oh, he fought a fucking computer engine, a, a, a robot, yeah. a guy that builds robots, computer, like a guy that he fought. <laughs> Is a computer engineer. Was that his last fight? No, it was the second oh, to last so, fight. So he fought the computer engineer. He fought the Middle Eastern guy. Oh, Middle Eastern dude was wearing him, though. Yeah, Middle Eastern dude like, was wearing him. I was like, I was like, oh, he, I, if, if he don't lay him down in the first yeah, round, yeah, he, he might have a problem. Yeah, the dude was getting out on him a little bit. He ended up winning, but I was like, this, this, uh, I saw that this computer engineer. I mean, he's a robot engineer. He actually builds robots. After he lost, he's like, yeah, man, this is cool, man. This but, 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 I think he can box though better. The. The robot, whoever the Indian yeah. him out, dude, dude, dude was alright. Yeah, but Compared I mean, like, to Ali. Ali Walsh to me is more trash than Jake Paul. I think Jake Paul, at least Jake Paul, know he's a YouTuber and he's in there boxing, trying to be a boxer. He's like, I'm a boxer now, yeah. taking this shit seriously. Ali Walsh is like, it's so not disrespectful. He's floating on Ali, like, yeah, my grandfather, you know, my granddad. Yeah. It's so cool for my granddad. Like, listen, bro, shut up. He did. He tried the last fight. He did the the shuffle, the Ali yeah. shuffle on the fight. And it was trash too. His combos were trash. Man's he was should trash. be on some Creed stuff. Like I don't even really want to hear nothing about my dad. I just want. I just want to. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's what he, he should be, be focused, like. man. He, it take another. It he take got a, five fights in every fight. This is from a grandfather. Shut up. Yeah. Shut up. It bro. take another level to be a professional fighter, which I'm not. But it take another level of mentality. You got to have like straight beast dog. I'm not going to die. You going to die? Like you. It's got to be that or nothing. Otherwise, like, why are you there? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and he just you, don't see as refined. Like for a boxer, he doesn't seem refined enough for like to be Ali's grandson. And you taking this such a serious, so I mean, so serious. He seems really whack as a fucker. Like, it's that beast. That beast ain't it. It's not sharp. He's at not all. hungry. Like, you ever see his fights? You get a chance to watch an Ali Walsh, an Ali, an Ali Walsh fight. It's just really, it's it's a bozo fight. It's yeah, a really bozo. I was disappointed. I stuck around to watch that. I was like, hold on, let me yeah. watch this. Because they hyped it. They're like, he's going to come into the ring again in Las Vegas. I was like, all right, let's see. Yeah. This better be better than the, better than the computer. Matter of fact, that was the he just fought. Like, in January. That's the fight you're talking about. The, with the, 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 the robot guy? Or January, December, yeah. Oh, he, the robot guy was recent, but he just had another fight. I don't know who he fought oh. this time. There's a white dude he fought this time. Uh, but he, he spanked that guy. This one he fought, he got a better duck. Going back to the Jake Paul. I would like to see him fight McGregor. That's how I, I think that'd be interesting. That that what does that prove, though? McGregor's not a boxer. Yeah. From an entertainment, from an entertainment standpoint, yeah. which is smart. It would be, saying, like, it would be, okay. Speaking of that, when he fought, when he fought uh, Floyd, what did you think about Logan? That? Logan Paul. No, 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 no. no. When McGregor, McGregor fought Floyd. Oh, he got spanked. Oh, punished. He got punished. From what so I, I remember. Like he, he McGregor kind of held his own. He didn't look. He didn't look. He didn't look. From what I remember, he did. He looked better than May, Floyd May was probably playing with him. Mayweather didn't throw a single punch in the first four rounds. Yeah, he stood in front of him with his hands out. Now, mind you, there's a weight difference, a height difference, sure. a weight class for a reason. Mayweather stood in front of a bigger, longer, heavier fighter for four rounds without throwing anything back and walked forward. Yeah, that in itself is disrespectful. Yeah, he he. You do that with sparring. I spar you, and I want to wear you out. I'm gonna literally stand in front of you. I'm like, yeah, come on, motherfucker, come on. I'm gonna walk yeah. you down. You're gonna be punch me off. You're gonna walk you down. He walked the bigger guy around the ring the entire time. Logan Paul, I would say, did a better job boxing Mayweather than than uh, than McGregor mm, did. Because Logan Paul used his body weight on McGregor. He laid yeah. I mean, on, on Mayweather. He laid on Mayweather, which is what boxers do. Now he was a trash boxer, but he also was like hundred pounds heavier than Mayweather. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so laying on him is the smartest thing to do when you're fighting a smaller fighter. Fucking uh, Tyson Fury does that when he fights uh, yeah. Wilder. Wilder, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Lays on yeah. the heavier fighter, only lays the body weight on him. 
I think that McGregor didn't do what Logan Paul did. Logan Paul did a more boxing technique, mm-hmm. where McGregor tried to knock out one of yeah. the most elusive fighters in the history of boxing. You know what I'm saying? Is he the GOAT? Um, Mayweather? Mayweather? When it comes down to like... Yeah, actually. This actually good segue into boxing. Say, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because there's money. Because the way he made his money. I don't care about the boxing, right? The boxing was clearly talented because nobody... He went in there with the best and they couldn't beat him. Yeah. He made he made the best the best way to say because I made your best fighters look ordinary. Yeah. They got in there with me and they looked ordinary. Like he walked been, with Pacquiao around the ring. Yeah. The entire 12 rounds he walked Pacquiao in the ring. And he didn't he take punishment. Him. Ali took punishment. Yeah. Ali, Ali was, a, was super showman though. He, t- oh, he lost. Man. Ali had losses too. Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, 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 can, no you, can you imagine Ali in like this social media or how popular he would be? What? Oh, oh yeah. Given just like yeah. him as a showman, the activist stuff. Yeah. That'd be crazy. Like he was, he was brilliant, the man. Bars, they, I bro. bet you they block him too. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. They wouldn't be able to. Not in today's social media. Today's social media, there are no, there are no gatekeepers. There are no gatekeepers. You could be the number one barber in the world just off of you posting shit on social they media. They can censor you. One time. Yeah, they, they, they can censor you. They can make your content. All that stuff he was talking like about. Yeah. With white, white, like man, he was going hard. Nah, that, that, you're right. They, they, they see what's happening to Joe Rogan because he's talking about COVID. Yeah. Rogan. Rogan's getting. He's getting. What's her name? Right now. One of the chicks pulled her stuff off of Spotify because of the Joe Rogan. Yeah, but Spotify. That's her. Yeah. And Dari took took her music off Spotify. Why did you even put in your? I don't understand. Because because. Because they wouldn't basically take Joe Rogan off because he was saying anti, you know. COVID he was, he said his guest was saying anti-COVID stuff. Yeah, it was Peter was, Peter McCullough, um, some like clinical doctor or whatever, and you know, years and years of experience. Who's he's he's certified like he's he's incredible, um, and basically he basically was saying like, you know, the vaccine you know isn't the most effective way. To treat it, stuff like that. Yeah, and obviously, you know, I don't get. Was it it was it, was it fl- inflammatory or was it like? Yeah, like, I don't get it. I'm not. You know, you all might say something. I'm keeping my stuff on Spotify. They oh, lose yeah. the money. All them artists are losing money by not getting them streams. That's solidarity. We have cancel culture like central, bro. Yeah, it's, it's like, whack. You gotta cancel whack. the shit out of people. Somebody do something like, look, let Safeway kick you out one day. You go to Safeway to like, sir, can we help you? You like, yo, stop following me. Like, yo, sir, can we help you, sir? It's like, yo, stop following me. You're like, you know what? Safeway racist. If anybody go to say, anybody, anybody go, don't go to Safeway no more. Safeway's racist. Don't go to Safeway. You go to Safeway, it means you like racist. You know what I'm saying? Like, now everybody got to go to Safeway. Now, all the people that work at Safeway get no bag because we boycott Safeway. Like, it ain't a bunch of black and brown people that work there. You know what I'm saying? It's stupid, but it's it is, just, you know. like, you cancel everything. That's our favorite thing to do is cancel I know. So you said something, Sean, that, that uh, was actually a good segue into one of our clock in, cl- clock in or clock out. Um, you were talking about how Ali's grandson isn't hungry, mm-hmm. right? Like, he, you know, he didn't grow up in the environment that his grandfather did. He probably, you know, was pretty well off. Um, Shaq recently made the news because um, I don't know if it was a talk show or just a tweet or something, but he was basically like, my kids are older now, and they get mad at me when I tell them, I'm rich, you're not rich. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to make your own. Like You got to get out of the mud, basically. Um, and I feel like, especially as, as black people, um, that message can be conflicting to some because a lot of us are trying to build generational wealth you know, do what a lot of other ethnicities do, which is help their kids start up here instead of down here, right? And, and giving them a, um, 
a hand up, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but then on the flip side, we've also seen a lot of other, you know, uh, ethnicities that have had, you know, had a good financial uh, background and they've been able to build certain things. And their kids, they don't have any type of hunger, grind, they're spoiled. Um, and they and they ruin it. Everything that the parents, grandparents built, they don't have the, the grit to do it, right? Because they, they didn't grow up with that mentality that you got to earn it. So, like, how do you, are you clocked in on Shaq? What are you saying? Oh, or are yeah. you clocked out? I'm, I'm with him. Okay. Yeah, I'm with him. Because you got to, you got to, you got to fight to get it, fight to keep it, and fight to grow it. And if you don't know how to fight, then you ain't going to be able to do none of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's deep. Period. So, if you can't fight to get it, then, shit, you ain't going to keep it or grow it. Hey, Dad, let me get $100 for this business loan. Boom, you got it. Where was the fight? Where was the struggle? Where was the skin of the game? Where was the, I need to make this work because I ain't got no other chance? Because that produces light. That produces, like, fire for you to go out there and get it. Like, yeah. your back is against the wall. This has got to work. And even if it doesn't, you tried so hard that what was successful was the lessons that you learned for you could prevail in another venture. Right. You know what I mean? But if you just, just taking out hundred thousands, hundred thousands, you know what I mean? What you, I mean, I don't even want to get it like that. So what about this? Because there's a guy, um, I don't know if you follow like Eric Thomas, motivational speaker. Yes. Yeah, gotta refresh my memory. If you heard his stuff, you were right. The football player? Nah, that's the guy who was, he was homeless and he became the number, the number one motivational speaker in the world. Yeah, I might have heard him. So it, there's a guy you've, who's you've seen him or heard him before. Yeah, you've definitely have come across this stuff <coughs> at some point. He said, um, dude, you want it as bad as you want to breathe. He yeah. yelling all the time. Yeah, yelling. yelling. <laughs> he said, he be yelling. He's like, yeah. one, no. one of the ones you, I know you heard it the one where he's like, well, you want it as bad as you, if I took you and I held your hand in the water, you know, you want to get up, you'll be fighting to come up, right? Because you want it. When yeah. you want it as bad as you want to breathe, that's when you'll be successful. You yeah. got to want it. Just like you want air, when someone's holding you on the board, yeah, that's got, when you want it. That's his like, point, Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he, nah, he's one of my favorite nah, guys to listen to. One of his um, like business partners or protégés, um, this guy, this guy named Jamal King, like real estate empire. He's like a lot of businesses, serial entrepreneur. And he, he said that he, his kids' kids are taken care of, but... He has a certain amount of money that when his kids get to a certain age, they have to present to him a business plan of what they're gonna do with the money. So he's not just giving them the money, but he's like, look, you have a you have capital already saved up for you. Now you need to present the plan to me of how you're gonna use it because if you don't have a plan or I don't like the plan, you're not getting money. So how do you feel about that? That's kind of like where I'm at with it because I don't agree with Shaq with saying like, you're broke, I'm rich. I think that it comes down to parenting. Not that I think it's wrong. Yeah. I think it comes down to parenting. How you want to instill those things in your kid. If what you want to instill that kind of like, you know, the 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 throwing them off the cliff and making them climb themselves up. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. everybody got a different way to like get that grit, get that fight, and get that like, you know, to get that particular skill of survival into your kid. You know what I'm saying? I think that part of parenting is to, as a parent, is you supposed to be in the way of adult things for your child for as long as possible. You try to shield your child from adult things, be it emotions or situations or responsibilities. You try to shield them from adult things for as long as possible. I think part of that is uh, the struggle of finance, right? I don't want my daughter to be having to work a job for somebody because she has to get money to pay rent, you know what I'm saying? I'd rather her 
have a business plan, come to me, and then we we, we, we tap into this money that I've saved for her so she don't have to work for nobody. She can go and start her own business. So she can travel for a year. Like I want to afford the, the opportunities for life because it's not all about working and making bread, right? It's about living. It's about experience, you know what I'm saying? Right. I want to afford my child opportunities for life that I didn't have. Now, she's a spoiled bride, ungrateful, uh, uh, you know, just, you know, it comes out of parenting, you feel me? But yeah. I don't think that, as black people, I don't think we are as supportive of our, of our, of our youth as other cultures are. You know what I'm saying? Like, you'll see, uh, even Haitians, but you'll see, like, uh, like, Hispanic or Asian families take in their adult, their adult daughters or sons who live with them until they're fucking married. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and even when they're fact. married, sometimes they'll all live together and raise their kids there for a while until they all actually get to their place yeah, where they can get their own place. And how grandma might move in later instead of getting daycare, you got grandma watching the kids while you go doing your thing. Grandma, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's the culture is kind of set up to support each other and build up where it's not all about you got to fend for yourself. I really don't like the idea, again, I think parenting, for me, it's like a new establishment for me. It's like, you were supposed to shield your kid as much adult things in this world as possible for as long as possible. You know what I'm saying? Because even when you older, my dad still hit me with the, hey man, you gotta chill out. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, you can't, you don't wanna do that. You don't wanna handle that. You know what I'm saying? Like, my dad yeah. tried to be like, yo, don't do that. You don't, wanna, you don't wanna see what that's like on the other side. You know what I mean? Like, it, he still tried to shield me in his own way. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, always, you always try to keep your kid out the way. So I'm not with that. I don't think that it's wrong. I think it's a different tactic. I think the bigger thing for me is, where do they learn their grit? Where do they learn their fight? You know what I'm saying? You don't have to deprive them of things that you have, you're able to give them to make them fight. I think that having a business plan, like saying a bartering system, you have money. Yeah, we have money. What are you going to do with the money? I think that's a reasonable request to ask your child. Mm -hmm. I see both sides. I think there has to be a balance. Um, you brought up a good point just now. They may get their grit in other places, right? It doesn't have to necessarily be like... I'm grinding from the bottom up. Now, if you own something, and I see this in a lot of cultures, the parents are doing well, but their kids still have to grind from the bottom up, meaning I own this company, but you're starting at minimum wage, and you're going to work your way up piece by piece. I'm not giving you a vice president title just because, you know, you're my son or my daughter. Um, I mean, I'll speak for us. Like, you know, we grew up um, two-parent home. Um, you know, single income because my mom was a stay-at-home mom in, in this area, right? Um, and, you know, God God always had us in a position where we weren't needing for, like, any of the basics. Um, you know, we, to me, we had a good, we had a good childhood, man, like, compared to a lot of, a lot of, you know, I'll say African-Americans because you did mention, like, you know, the black people struggle with the whole group, like, group economics, mm -hmm thing it's really African Americans mm -hmm. it's not it's not all black people because Africans aren't like that a lot of Caribbeans aren't like that mm -hmm. yeah. um, it's really African Americans and, and you know that's a whole nother topic we'll, we'll get into black history if you have time later um, but we really got our grip from from sports um, like Michael Jordan you know arguably the greatest player greatest athlete ever um he two parent home like his 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 parents had like middle class jobs. They weren't rich, they weren't poor, but 
if you watch the last dance, like if his if he if his brother lost, older brother lost, like he like he had to see him with the hands. Like he literally said, like if I lost, I'm fighting. You know what I'm saying? Like his dad, he, you know, it was all boys. Uh, actually, he had a sister, but I think it was four boys or three boys and a girl. All the boys are fighting for the dad's attention. You know, so so I agree. Like there's, I think there's that there's a balance. I think it's a case by case basis. Shaq's kids might be spoiled. <clears throat> and his and, and the thing is, I know him and his uh, ex-wife. Obviously, they're not together. So maybe you know the mom spoils them too much, or they're spoiled. And he's like, nah, like y'all, nah, like y'all got to earn it this way because if y'all don't, y'all aren't going to be prepared for life. Yeah. So I, I agree, and, man. I, I, go ahead. And I was gonna say in Shaq's defense because I, I I've heard that quote, but I also heard um, the other bit. He said pretty much what you're saying about a business plan. He, he, and you guys can fact check me. I'm pretty sure he said, hey, you know, I'm not, look, I'm rich, like you said, but, you know, I'm not gonna just leave my kids astray, right? Like, you gotta come to, you gotta come to me with, with a business plan and I'll give you the money. Cause Shaq, I mean, Shaq, he's a smart businessman. What? Like, he's a smart yeah. businessman. He's very charitable. Um, so I, he wouldn't just do that to his kids. And I think he said something about they have to they have to get their I want to say it was their master's degree. Like that, that's like yeah. that was like one of the requirements. Yeah, they have to get their master's degree. Shaq has his doctorate, and again, that's that's his thing, right? <laughs> I don't I don't agree with that because to me, degrees that don't really mean. I mean, I'm not gonna say they don't they don't mean anything, um, but as far as like valuable. Uh, uh, a valuable asset that that you can leverage depending on you know the field that you're in like to me sometimes degrees can be lack of it but uh but yeah man i mean i, I wanted to, to ask that because again i i know you go on instagram right there's all these black business pages build generational wealth build generational wealth um and, and that's really something that we've lacked in the black community because we didn't have, we never had an inheritance yeah. Clock in family, Aham here. Appreciate you all for making it this far into the episode. If you enjoy our content, we've got something special for you. Check out patreon.com slash clock in or download the Patreon app that's spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N and search clock in the podcast. You'll have a chance to become a subscriber of the podcast for access to bonus episodes, merchandise discounts, and much more. Only at $5.10 a month. The link is also in the podcast description. All right, I'll shut up now and let y'all get back to it. Peace. I got a question for Blue though. You know, when, when, when do you stop shielding as a parent? I don't think you ever stop. Well, yeah, I agree on that. But like, for example, uh, mom's son still lives in the house. He's like forty-five, right? And he's just lazy. He's not, you know. Like, you know, you know, that comes out of parenting. Like, you know, you might have to... So I, I, I reference, I'll reference my dad again, right? Yeah. My dad's like this angel. He's this really cool guy, really uh-huh. supportive for that dad, right? So he takes everybody in. Anybody goes in a hard time, like say, you know, you lose your job, you can't stay there, you know, like, you know what? My son fucks with you. You come on, you, you come in, you stay with us till you get on your feet, right? You come to my dad's house, you're there, I need some support, you're going to look out for you, right? Feed you food, not ask you for no groceries, what I can't be, but I'll give you about oh, a couple of weeks to adjust. He's like, you know, you've been here for about a month, you ain't put no groceries in the 
refrigerator. The whole month you've been here. You know what I'm saying? You might mention it. You might not mention it. But it takes mental, mental account of that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Then he starts watching how you go. It's like, you know, everybody in my house, even when they don't live here, all right, daddy, I'm leaving. We go home or whatever. We'll catch you later. I say, all right. We gonna go off a little bit. We back. You know, we're gonna go to the bowling alley. I right, see a little bit. We 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 we're as kids. We grew up this way. We're mm-hmm. used to it. You know what I'm saying? But when you leave, you just leave. You come back. You just come back. I'm gonna say that to him, right? He takes note of it. Yeah. He does all these things. Take note, and then you know, eventually, he will have his conversation with you. But he'll have his conversation. He either have his conversation and tell you about the things he observed, depending on your demeanor, or he might be like, you know, look, I observed this, so this is my new arrangement for you. You know what I'm saying? Where now he's just changing the nature of the arrangement. Mm-hmm. I say that to say that, like, it comes down to parenting, right? My father was very dynamic and I parented all six of us. So we all got, like, different faces, different response, different, uh, not different punishments, but he, he spoke our language. He tailored it to the kid. Yeah, it wasn't, yeah, he spoke our language. So, we all so have our love language. We all have our way we receive things. So he made the messages that we received. He would tailor, depending on what message he was trying to send you. So, like, I don't think there is an age limit on how long my daughter can stay with me. My daughter can stay with me the rest of her fucking life if that's what it took her to pursue her dream. If she was at my house, 40 years old, still building her business, still working on her designs. She's got to be working towards something. Yeah, she's yeah. still working. I'm not going to add no pressure to her. There's enough pressure out there, especially as a young black woman. They're going to give enough pressure to her anyway. I'm not going to be pressuring her that, but I am going to hold her. I mean, I'm going to hold her accountable, but I might not hold her accountable saying, like, you know, you're 45 now. That's not necessary. That's tearing her down. I'm going to take a mental note. Yeah. Right, <laughs> yeah, right. She is, she's 45. And you know what, man? It is, you brought up other... Uh, uh, communities where you know the kid graduate from college or do what they do and they live with the, the family the parents until like you said they're ready to, to move on right and I look back at like like history um, I look back at now and it's like a lot of people regardless of their ethnicity they're not mature enough to do things on their own yet and it gets them in trouble right like I mean, I'm keeping it a buck. Like, I lived with my mom and dad a year um, out of college, right? And I wasn't, like, pressed to move out, but I, I still wanted to, like, have my, my freedom, right? You go four years on your own, going back to the crib is a little bit different. But I can tell you, the, the mental, like, the, the, the mental checklist and the mental accountability when I lived with my parents was a lot different than when I moved out on my own, right? So I think that not that, like, if I would live with my parents, you know, I wouldn't have made some of the same mistakes, but it, I feel like it does keep you, in a way, um, focused on the right things, depending on the parents. Now, there's some parents, it's keeping it the butt, like, some white parents live out in Ashburn. By the time they kids in high school, they don't care what they do. They can smoke, drink in the house as long as they, as long as they don't get arrested, as long as they don't get nobody pregnant, they can do what they want. So I think there's there's like like you said it it's, it has to be case by case but yeah, yeah man like a, a lot of you know like I said going back to history like in royalty kings like you know I'm not even trying to be funny like coming to America like he didn't leave the crib until like he was he had a plan like he had a wife like yeah. he was in the kingdom you know what I'm saying he was learning he was being groomed but he was trained though yeah he was trained. You know what I mean? I know we're yeah. talking about That's what's the parenting. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm saying. The parenting. It's like, yeah, you could be home, but what is you doing? Yeah. Like, how are you are you I, I don't blame a child for being home and being lazy. If a child's home and he's lazy, he's lazy because of your parenting. He's not lazy because he's home. Yeah, it's also opportunity though. Okay. Because 
lower income families aren't going to have the same resources to be able to feed, clothe. Yeah, good point. Support or the space multiple lives multiple lifestyles the space so too. once you are of the age of where I think you are able to you know support yourself hey it's not about me I don't want it to I can't I don't have the resources but it's not packaged but it's not packaged that way it's packaged that way when you're eighteen you're not my responsibility no more it's almost like abandonment it's that's almost they, like that's they, what they say because of pride. Yeah, I don't disagree with you. What I'm saying is that it's packaged in a way that mentally puts this thing in your head and it perpetuates this idea that your kids are only your kids till they're 18 and then they're not your kids anymore. There's somebody else's problem. There's somebody else's thing. It's a very very sad way to look at parenting because you're still a kid at freaking. Yeah, because I was 28 and I'm probably still a kid. You know what I'm saying? So I was 30. I honestly was not allowed to. Until I was 30, I wasn't ready for the world. 30 is what but I was like, you know, same, I'm a little more equipped. But you weren't ready, but did you want to just be under mommy's wing this whole time? Or did you want to go fall on your face and figure it out yourself? Yeah. Because for me, I was ready to go. I was, I was saying, saying, regardless I was of how much you want to help that's every, me. In, every kid wants to be I need to learn and be able to do these things for myself. Yeah. Otherwise, I never will. So how did, how did being in Cali for four or five years, how did that How did that help you? Well, you know, first I went to OU. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So sure. I still had that, like, difference. Uh, the college team. don't count though. College ain't real life. Yeah. Not, oh yeah. Like, <laughs> I never paid a bill. College ain't real life. Out there, like I never. <laughs> you know, I, I didn't have to fend for myself. So it was it was eye opening for me. Like, you know, if I go home and there's nothing in my refrigerator, and like I don't have any money in my bank account, like it's not like let me ride down the street five minutes and pick through this fridge. It was like no, you 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 rubbing your stomach, you drinking water. So it was just. It opened my mind really fast. It made me grow up really fast as well because it wasn't. I could always call somebody and be like, "Hey, can you give me some money?" If, but I had too much pride for that. That's right. And like I went, I, I went out there on my own. You know, I didn't ask you to take me out there. I didn't ask your permission. I went out there on my own, so I had to figure it out for myself. So I feel you with like, and a woman is different than a man. Absolutely. You yeah. gotta raise a woman different than a man. You gotta protect her. Yeah, but at the same time, like you gotta. You gotta fall on your face. You gotta make a mistake to learn. You gotta you know? take your lumps. I, I yeah, definitely. I think again, like women are. Yeah. But I don't think that in taking your lumps, you need to, to perpetu- a perpetuate the idea that home is not. Uh, that you gotta be out at 18. You gotta you gotta fend for yourself. I don't think that you have to fend for yourself. Like you said, you have too much pride. You want to take well, your giants. Now I agree with you. It's no, not. No, I, no, I, no, I, I don't have an answer for poverty. I wish I had an answer for poverty. You know, and I think that's what it comes down to. Too, it's not so much you're 18. Like, yeah, but some of us not even I, I can't. I can't no more. Well, Blue, you did mention no. earlier that I don't remember if this was before the pot like started recording or if it was during. But you mentioned how men are are looked at as just providers, right? Like that's sendable. So, so father. We will, we will I mean, put a thousand dollars in Iraq to get blown up. It's not fair, but if that wasn't the case, like a lot of stuff wouldn't be, like society wouldn't be society. Like there wouldn't be a lot of the stuff that we have access to, right? So, as a man, to his point, like you know, women are a little bit different. As a man, do you do you feel like we have to go through those lumps to be to prepare? ourselves to really be that provider for our family. I don't think it's, it's, it's gender specific. I think that my daughter, I know my daughter's gonna take some lumps. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't equip my kid to never get her heart broken. I can't equip my kid to never get bullied. You know what I'm saying? Like, this might never talk trash. People are like, there's certain things she's gonna have to take a deal with because that's gonna happen the rest of your life. You know what I'm saying? 
You're going to like somebody. You're going to like them for the wrong reasons. You're going to, someone's going to not like you. They're going to say mean shit about you. Certain lumps, they want to take. You know what I'm saying? I'm just using those two examples. But this, yeah, take your lumps. They come with it. You know what I'm saying? I do think that men, we got to be careful. We got to be careful with how we let things hurt us or stay with us. You know what I'm saying? Because something simple that, something simple that can uh, be a, Fast and Furious Right, right. You know what I mean? But uh, something simple can easily turn into something catastrophic if you don't deal with it appropriately. I think it's more important for a man to learn uh, not sufficient coping mechanisms, but more so ways to build on things. I think that that's that's more important for a man in today's age. So, like, I, I, I agree that it's different. I definitely agree it's different. I think that lumps are always going to come. But I think the most, like, from what I've experienced myself, I think that how you better yourself is always going to be paramount to, like, how well you do in life. You know what I'm saying? If things happen to you and you allow those things to weigh down on you and you don't grow from them, then you're never going to reach a place of, like, happiness or, like, you won't get the growth that comes with it. You know what I'm saying? you got to make yourself better from everything. So. Yeah, and I, and I think... Last thing I'll say on this, I think Nico makes a good point, and I think there's there's, there's two different scenarios, right? There's Nico had support to be able to go back to, and he chose himself not to not to tap into it because he felt like he needed that. Versus, uh, I you know I don't have anybody to go to, like that to me that's hmm. that's different. Yeah, that that's a whole different. Mindset, right? And yeah, for some people, Shaq's saying too, he's not saying like y'all homeless. Yeah, he's saying like if you want a new Mustang, don't come to me. Yeah, yeah. Shaq's right. saying I went through the cold, I went through the yeah. fire, I made this. What did you do to make? Or are you living off what I made? So therefore, I'm rich, and I choose to share with you. But that don't make you rich. Yeah. And he gave him it. all the resources to be his own man. All yeah. of the, the training and the best gyms and eat the best food and yeah. you you have all you have more opportunity. Double up what I made. You should be able to be fifty times better than me. Double you, up. You know what I mean. So yeah. I. But every kid's not like that though. I feel like that's that's selfish to think that every kid's gonna be this driven no. entrepreneur. But no, non-terms are not coming in from that lifestyle. Shaq or I mean, well, in general, it's probably harder. Well, probably I'm, I'm just saying like. At that level, like, what prodigy or what superstar, we talked about this. Yeah. NBA, for example, top 10 NBA players of all time. Are their kids, are they, do they ever reach that level of their, of their pop? I don't even know if their father was top 10. I didn't follow him, but Curry is the only, because both of their brothers are in there. And his dad well, was, well, Curry's was dad, Curry's dad was a role player. He was a role player. Yeah, so he wasn't really. So, yeah, yeah but I'm saying, like, LeBron. I mean, we'll see with his uh, sons. Jordan and Jordan, Jordan, no. And Hardaway son. Bird, there. no. He wasn't top uh, ten. Magic, his son is out. Yeah, he's in these, he's in these, <laughs> he's in these streets. Yeah, but he's, it's a sacrifice. Look at all of these guys. Think about what they had to do to get to where they had to go. Yeah. Right? Struggle, they they man. could not. They couldn't yeah. throw a ball with their kids. There's a struggle. Like man. they, they <laughs> detached themselves from being a parent. Yeah. 
to pursue their greatness. Yep. They sacrifice. Yep. You know what I mean? That's, that's, the, that's the not having. You think the, the have nots just have more drive to be successful? That's just the. I don't think that it's, I don't think it's that simple. I don't think, so, I don't think it's that. Because the Curry's, man. Because I think it, to me. They were straight. To me, it, yeah, exactly. To me, it's, it's dangerous to throw out there that you have to struggle to be motivated. Like, I know that we love those stories. We love the Rockies. We love, you know, the uh, rags to riches. But, I mean. The illusion of a hard time. Yeah. But what, what is struggle, mean. though? Struggle can be I'm struggling to make my product. Yeah, everyone has their own struggle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone has their own yeah. struggle. I think I'm thinking more so materially. Financially, yeah. Like, But you're right. Like, it, it, like I mean. I can have all the money in the world, but if I'm struggling to make the next, the, find the cure for cancer, yeah, I'm, that's still a struggle that I had to go. But it's a struggle. It is. It is. It is all relative. Just like rich and poor is all relative. It's, it's you, your struggle is your. I think you do have to go through. Well, like anybody who's regular here might be rich somewhere else. Relative. Yeah. So I think struggle is economics. Yeah. You know, I I, don't, I just do have to go through struggle. With yeah, like everyone, every every person's gonna go through. If you're on this earth, you're gonna go through something. Yep. So it's not about being poor, or like living in a hood, nah, like that. It's nah. just whether or not. So like we're so we're we're all in agreement that struggle. The other end of struggle is so. Growth. I think we talked about this, <clears throat> but there's a saying that's going around out here on the internet, right? They say hard hard times create strong men. Yeah. Strong men create easy times. Easy times create weak men. Right. So, you know what I mean? When you break that part down, you got to have the illusion of a struggle. You got to. Even if you're rich, you could be rich, but have a hard time. Something something has to be mentally tough. You can't just be like, I want hot cocoa. I got it. What's a weak I got a car. Huh? What's a weak man? I think somebody that doesn't... Um, it, me personally, I think it's somebody. Oh, yeah, oh here you say. Okay. Oh, here you say. No, go ahead. No, yeah, no, because he gonna give it to you. You squinting like you had. To <laughs> I said, "What's the weak man?" He went. Hmm. I was like, "Man, I want to hear what you say. I want to hear what you say." But he like he ain't got an answer. He about to make some shit up. I always got answers. You know, I, I, I always have answers. Don't get twisted. Yeah, boo. I always, I always got answers. That's fire. This shit. What we do? Hey man, you told me what I'm saying. You told me. Look, I mean, I'm gonna do these. To me. Um, I don't look at I don't look at weakness as you know a, a, a physical thing. I don't look at it as a whole. You know, you're not a macho man. Then to me, it's you're you know your values, you know your principles. Um, you you have something that uh you know, you're pursuing and you're not you're not budging on that that, that those values or principles or morals for a weak man? Say that again? Not a weak man. Not a weak oh, man. Not a weak man. Okay. So so so, like, so, yeah, so, 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 so a weak man was <laughs> a weak man is a man who doesn't pursue To me, if you're if you compromise your morals, your values, um, if you don't have if you don't have purpose in your life, um, if or trying to find it. Well, I, yeah, I, I think you're trying to find broad it. Yeah. Question. I'm trying to like. I'm just trying to. Yeah, I mean, up. to to me, it, it's you about person. <laughs> to me, it, it, it's about you have to have. 
good person. You have to have some. You have to have something that you're pursuing that that's bigger than you. Mm. Um, and you 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 don't budge on your on who you are, your morals, your values, your principles for for anything for anybody. Because the people who do to me that's weakness, right? Like if if you can be easily persuaded off your path, and it, and it's the right path for you. Right, because of a woman, because a, a guy who has who, who may come off as a stronger personality bullies you out of that thing, mm-hmm. um, or you're just you're just out here just existing, like you're not pursuing anything. To me, that's that, that's weakness. David Goggins, um, and I, you know, I don't I don't think you have to be like him. He's a Navy SEAL guy, motivational guy. Book. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, there's a lot of good stuff in, in what I'm he says. Done with it. Um, great book. It's a great book. But he, he talked about how um, when when men aren't when men aren't in, in some type of fight, which I think is what you're you're talking about. That when he when he says struggle, right? Like if you're not in some type of fight that that makes you that makes you better in all aspects, like you're gonna become weak, right? You're gonna become. Uh, um, you're not going to have drive. You're just going to be comfortable, right? So to me, again, like weakness is compromising who you are, your values, and not and just not pursuing something bigger than you. And that's kind of a long answer. I'm thinking, I'm thinking about it as I go. That's <laughs> like, wait, I was like, you thinking? Yeah, that's. I mean, that's just how I think about it. So what you weak? What's a weak man? I think that it depends on the. Um, I'm coming to you next, week, The time period that we're talking about that man, because like. In, because from 18 to 25, you're in a different development stage than you are when you start to be 30, 35 and having kids and stuff like that. So each stage presents a different opportunity to be strong on weekend. But at this stage, and because we all got kids, or, you know what I mean? So being able to provide and protect for our families and kids and make them, to make it short, just a short answer, to make them stronger and better than we are and be determined to do that. You know what I mean? Because I could go way more deeper into but it, but the just- not doing that. It's just debating it, just being a fuck boy. Bong, bong, bong. <laughs> and you know, you spreading kids out here and you just rolling onto the next chick, you know what I mean? Trying to find a house to live under. Or if you're still living that 20, that 18 to 25 lifestyle, you're 30, 36, if you're still doing it. Yeah, you ain't, what you doing? If you're not in that stage of your life. What are you doing? What are you building? And you might not have kids. Mm-hmm. He said Nick came. Well, Nick Cannon, Nick Cannon, we don't know. We don't know that because we're not inside of his like daily lives. You and got all Nick that. Cannon, but, you can have money. But years. yeah, if he got money, that's that's he can buy time per se. He don't have to work like we all got to work. I don't know, man. He's running low. He's he's a special case. Bro. Did they bring him back to Wild and Out? That's his know. show. That's his show. They canceled him though what for I some anti-Semitic. But it'd be hard. It's hard to pour into eight kids and they all five and under equally with different like, mothers. How are you going to pour? That's that yeah. part is tough. Like you can't. Yeah. How are you going to give all your knowledge, all the lessons, study this baby 
to see like how your dad was talking about I speak language to each and one of my kids. So now that's eight different people you got to know intimately to be able to speak their language to you to grow that plant and to become better than you. If he's not doing that, you know, parenting's a funny thing because honestly, I don't think my dad fucking knows that he speaks six different languages. Like I don't think he knows it. I don't think he goes. Some, us. some people do though. Like, I speak to you. All right, so hey, how's it going? You know, no discount. Just fucking. No my, discount dad, my dad literally just. Some people saying, do. Some people know that. I'm just saying, like, it's, it's a natural thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, Grant, Nick Cannon, Nick Cannon with his 19, with his troop, <laughs> with his 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 his, his how national many does he have? No. his national troop. No. He just, I mean, he has, I think it's like, it's, it's, gotta be it's eight, but he had like five in like a year and a half. That, that's what made it. I don't, I don't want that problem. I don't care how much money I had. I don't want that problem. He had twins. He had three kids. Like I think he had like three or four of Mariah. He had, yeah. Did he have two of them Mariah? Is that, I don't, I don't was know. that a real thing? You know, the Mariah Carey and the Cannon thing was never a real thing to me. I know they got kids and they was married and everything I don't like know. that. None you of them no, that's, that's what makes it worse. None of these relationships None of them are real things. Are real, uh, yeah, no, they're just articles. Yeah. None of them joints are real. Uh, yeah. The babies yeah. is what's messing me up, man. Like, Nick Cannon, Mariah Carey got babies. Like, can you imagine being a kid, you grow up like, yeah, you know, it's my mommy and my daddy. It's like, Mariah Carey and Nick Cannon. Like, mom, what are you doing? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mom, how do you beat each other? You know what I mean? Can we put some respect yeah, on the Yeah, I was going to Nick. Why? Uh, like, why? Did, why? Did, why? Yo. Is it because of, uh, of Drumline? Is that what it is? <laughs> I actually thought Drumline was cool. I it's just don't like his home. It's, 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 it's love don't cost Well, you know what it is. That, that's, I like that one, too. And he was still I see him as pool boy Nick Cannon still. It's that. No, no, no. Yeah, like Nickelodeon. Like, you know, he was a Nickelodeon guy. Wild Out is corny to me, too. I just like it. It seems like it's really free, so I respect it because black people be. I think black, corny relative though. Black, right? black, black people are so cool. They're watching them be free and have fun. It's like a cookout. Yeah. 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 They, they jones on each other. No, it's like the corniness is in the eye of the beholder, bro. Yeah, that's what but he is corny. Clearly, Mariah. The funniest part yeah, of Wild Out is if not you can Nick book Mariah Carey. No, hold on, hold on. I don't know if you're corny. The funniest part of Wild Out is not Nick Cannon. I don't think that's really booking at that point. That's not really booking takes effort. Mariah, tough dog. Girls, I mean, you can like women are they're wild. You can be corny. It don't matter if you're a girl. Like exactly. Yeah, girls. I say look at people. So is that corny? Girls commit for different reasons, man. Yo, Fred, how did that even why are we happen? why are we defining nah, corny though? Yeah, it's it's up to us. Three, bro. It's usually the same three reasons. Uh, nah, nah, nah. How did Pete Davidson get that too? Like, there's some that's real that. weird shit I just going said on. Different reasons. Exactly. Start. Covid got the whole yeah. world fucked up. Because <laughs> I don't know how. For real, like Pete Davidson don't look like he has any business. Hey, just stop shooting your shot at anything. I did. The moment, the moment that the the moment that Cardi B woke up with Offset. I've never been in a DM faster than that. Yo, every day. <laughs> Good morning, Queen. Y'all what, laughing. What happened? Good morning, Queen. Somebody call, you call it during Queen. Yo, you know I was in a DM. Hey, Queen. Hey, Queen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you doing? You all right? You know what I'm saying? I don't know what he did. It don't matter. That's Cardi B. Cardi B's DMs, yo. Every day I send Cardi B's DMs. You got early 2000s R&B bars. Yeah, you up yeah, yeah, You got the life dinner bar. You got the life dinner. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, sweet lady. Hey, sweet lady. You got the music social bar. Hey, sweet lady. You know what I'm saying? What's good, love? All day. All day. I call anything, everything under the sun. Yo, what's, what's up? How you doing? Sweetheart. Sweetheart. Come here. Yes, sir. Come here. 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 Come here
It's Uncle oh, Blue. Man. It's Uncle Blue in this bitch. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Not to wear my hug. Uncle Blue is hot. No, that's corny. That's all that's corny. Look, it's only corny if they don't like you. That's the thing about corny. Corny only when they don't like you. They like you. You ain't never corny. You ain't never corny. You can say the dumbest shit in the world. They like you. No, no. That was my point. It's like, yo. The dude on the left, hey, what's up, mom? And the dude on the right, hey, what's up, mom? And the dude on the right's corny. But he's just an older guy. He looks the same. You say the same thing, yeah. And just because of who you're saying it to, they'll be like, "Nah, I'm not for that." It could be their mood, bro. It could it, it, it could be it, it could be a lot of different factors that have nothing to do with you. My favorite. <laughs> That's all that matters. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So we talk, talk to him. Talk to him. Talk to him. Yeah, yeah. Shit, touch the soul. Yeah, exactly. Talk to him, Freak, baby. Yeah, we, know, we know, we know, we know Eric's evolution. Right? That's why we had So I was yeah, chilling, I was kicking with Green with his kids. I forgot how old he was, maybe like 16, 17 years old. Kicking with Green, right? Green was going to this all white school. There's like maybe nine black kids in the whole school. We back at the house, it's uh, these two light skinned girls, beautiful light skinned girls, right? And we, we all friends. There's never no, nothing crazy. We was all just friends because, you know, they're the only black kids in that school. And I was Green's boy. He said, oh yeah, we chilling with this thing too. So we chilling or whatever. We talking, everybody's laughing and stuff. I forgot what we was talking about. And I was like, some 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 yeah we all friends and I was like y'all not my friends. I was like what? I was like y'all not my friends. So what you mean? I was like I'm only here because y'all know him. If y'all ain't know him, you know what I'm saying? We would never meet. We would never chill. Hell, y'all don't even call me. He calls me to get up with him and he be with y'all. So I see y'all. You know what I'm saying? We're not really friends. The girl just looked to his side. She looked at me. She didn't say nothing, right? She was like nigga, you corny. She looked over with her, right? She said, oh, I like you. So then I leave. Yeah. I leave. You know what I'm saying? Days over. Whatever case I get out of school the next day. I'm like a middle school high school, right? Do, do, do my phone ring. Right? Hey, what's up? She's like, oh, you know, what's up? It's me. Hey, right. what's up? She's like, I got your number from Graham. We'll come scoop you up. I was like, huh? She's like, yeah, we'll come get you. Oh, right? she came pick you up? Yeah, it started getting me like, you know, and I live in the hood. So, like, she come through with the Lexus with the little gold trim. Everybody's like, yo, I see you. You know, <laughs> you know when they see you, when the hood see you, yeah. like, hey, you're doing something. Yeah, I was like, yo, they go, all right, Blue, I see you. I'm like, oh, you're chilling with my homie, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, but here's the thing. Here's the kicker, right? I, I still wasn't sure. Right, that's a clear indication. Now it's a grown man, it's a clear indication. But 16, 17 year old me, I didn't know that to indicate we went skinny dipping. Well, that's it. We, went, we broke into the pool one. It was the summertime, so we was hanging out all the time. Never kissed Is it wrestling? I was arrested. She was from some, she was like a sterling or something like that. But like, uh, I, uh, we went to the, we went to the wrestling pool. It was Northgate, is when, right? We put the, we jumped over. I'm coming, I'm coming. Hold on, I, I gotta ask a question. How come everything is wrestling in with Gabe Woods? No, it's point. No, it's point. I'm trying to figure it out. It's like that in Centerville, too. Yeah, yeah Gabe. That's how you know it's the hood. If it ain't Gabe, if it ain't no Gabe in that joint, then you ain't really in the hood. And that's really on the south side. South side wrestling. I know that sounds crazy, but south side wrestling. That's where the hood of wrestling is at. You on north side Is it wrestling? still like that? Yeah, absolutely. It's, still, it's not as bad as it yeah. used to be. Yeah, it's not even it was north bad side, before. I mean, it's the culture is so fucking different. North side look like New Age Meek Mill, right? Like the Meek Mill now? Like <laughs> North side. Vegan Meek Mill? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a little different. You go to south side, that shit like, you know, like 2000s. Uh, uh, cash money, you know what I'm saying? Like they just know. different. We, you know what I'm saying? Been a lot of they time just wrestling. different. They real different. I ain't gonna say it's corny. I ain't gonna say it's weird. I'm gonna say it's different. I mean, they was playing that. Even way. the girls is different. They talk different. You go oh, to yeah. Southside. What's good, y'all? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You go to Northside. Like, hello, how you doing, Joe? How you jumping doing today? I'm like, it's just different. The culture is mad different. I I never complained because I don't really care. But I will say, you get a gate. Anything from a gate is gonna be hood. There's no oh, yeah. way around it. Gate woods. But I was just saying. Terrace. 
We just talking about corny shit. I was just saying mainly that I fucking this, this girl told me. I told this girl I wasn't friends with her. She started like actually kicking with me, and I never fucking actually did anything. She about wasn't it. used to that, man. Because I didn't know, so I was corny. Because I wasn't know. I was like, I mean, she clearly she was coming on, but I was like, is she coming on to me? Is this, is this a is this a sign she's into me, or am I just fucking reading this the wrong way? You know what I mean? This was young man. Yeah, this young man. I was fucked up, bro. I just want to know, like, you know, I just want y'all to know that boys out here, I'm still out here missing shit. Like, she can't. So I'll be coaching me through a lot of girls I'll be talking to, because I'll be like, I. I'm dense, man. When it comes down to shit, oh, I'm dense. Nah, you be fucking I'm, I'm dense. Like, I'm super so dense. Like, killing. you gotta tell me. Like, if I like a girl, I'm like, hey, man, I like you. She gotta say, I like you too. If she's like, I like you, she go, ki 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 ki. I'm like, what the fuck is ki ki ki? What the fuck does that mean? Like, do you like knock himself into some pussy, and then at the same minute, knock himself out of the pussy. Right. In right. two minutes. Like, gotta oh be, my God. You gotta be straight up. You can't, you can't fucking, you can't. Wishy wash, you can't. Just seal the deal, it. man. Close Bruh. the deal. Knock her out. One time man. he told me. One time he told what me. He's saying is valid though. He told me one time. Sean told me to make a safe word for a girl. He was like, "Yo, you gotta rough this one up." What you talking about? He's like, "You got. You, she wants you to take control." I was like, "Nah, man, bro. You gotta take control. Give her a safe word." I was like, "That sounds like I'm going to jail." So I was like, "So I don't know." He gassed me up so much. I was like, "Yo, maybe I'll try it, right?" So this is how you go back, right? It's how you go back. So I all go over there, we was at work, whatever, we was at work, we was working together, right, you know what I'm saying? So we had, she came out, whatever, we was in the hallway, where I grabbed her up by her face, right, I was grabbing her right here like this, right, up against the wall, I go give her a kiss, right, she was like, I was like, um, cherries, cherries will be our safe word, you, you, you like that shit, she was like, alright. <laughs> I was like, I, I called this nigga, yeah, 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 he was like, I told you, man, I told you, I'd never question Sean again, I don't care what he said, I was like, when Cherry, she's in the hallway, she's like, okay, I was like, yeah, I try. I be cool. I gotta be cool because I'm probably. Like, I was. I was. Committed. I was committed to go to jail. I was like, right, right, this right. shit's gonna end wrong. You know what I'm saying? A little, a little, a little short girl. I'm like, I'm grabbing her. Niggas coming to the hallway. Hey, you all right? You know what I mean? But it worked out. You know, so it was like some movie shit. She was like, she was with it. So I was like, yeah, man, you gotta do it like that. I was like, how the fuck did you know that? It was like the perfect thing. Sean, I was like, man. No, no, no. Yeah, story, yeah, yeah. Okay, I got to step out with Sean. Listen to your smooth friends, man. Listen yeah, to your smooth friends, man. You set me up, man. I was wondering. Yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. No, but the story that he told me, I was like, what? Oh, wait a minute. Like, you know what I mean? She's a little, she, she like to be broke down. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I was like, you got to break her down like this. He improv that whole grabbing. I didn't tell him that. What I way. I told you, you gotta talk to me yeah, straight up yeah. and down. He didn't give me no parameters. Nah, I wanted to work out. He did it right. He did it right. Oh, tell him to do it in public and like in the hallway <laughs> at the gym where people could see you. But shit was but shit was pimp. It worked. Food was taking food. Food was taking food. Yeah, yeah. It was specific. He it was smooth. He you gently, firmly grabbed the net. Hey, safe words, check it. Okay, daddy. Instagram earlier today 
says a lot, a lot of people want to be self-employed because they don't want to answer to anyone, but they also don't want to work. Right. So I know, I trust me, I didn't see dozens of brands, businesses starting COVID. Everybody was starting something COVID. They had all, all this extra time. I've been thinking about this business. It's perfect time. Started. 95% of them gone. Right? So, I mean, Sean, I'd like to start with you, man. Like, oh, man. keep it, like, just give people a realistic view of, like, the lifestyle of an entrepreneur, man, and, and what it's really like. Um, because there may be some people here who may be an may have just started out started out as an entrepreneur, or they're thinking about starting a business. And you guys have been in business what ten plus years, yeah. something like that, which isn't easy to do, especially like yeah. like there's a lot of barbershops in the area. It's not like you know this is the only black barbershop twenty miles within twenty miles of the, of the next. Like yeah. it's competitive. So love to hear your perspective. Yeah, um, I started out, uh, my last job, I was in high school, and I was working at Foot Locker, and um, that was the last time I collected, like, a paycheck from somebody, and... High school. I, yeah, high wow. school. Wow. It was the last time I collected a check, and I told myself, it's kind of like, you know how, like, uh, I don't know if y'all ever listened to, like, Twister or any of, like, that pimp rap back in the 90s, mm-hmm. like, you gotta do or die, you gotta pimp or die, you gotta, you gotta run your business, be an entrepreneur, or die. There is no going back. Mm-hmm. It's plan B is to reinforce plan A. You yep. know what I mean? And you just got to keep pushing, man. And it goes back to um, what we was just talking about earlier. Um, you got to fight to get it. Period. It's not, oh, I'm going to be an entrepreneur and you just put the hat on. Nah, man, you got to fight to get the hat. Fight to put the hat on. Fight to go out there, you know what I mean, and get it. And then once you get it, now you gotta fight to keep it. Cause you don't think that somebody try to take our spot here. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Or divide me and Kev many a times. We had to fight to keep it. And then after we fought to keep it, after we got it, we had to fight to grow it. And that goes in any of the business or the businesses that I have my finger in. You know what I mean? Sometimes failure is not they don't have a class in college for how to be an entrepreneur, to my knowledge. God never been to college. So, you know so what I mean? they, they have a class, because I took it, but it's not a real class. It's, it's, it's theory out of a book. The teachers who taught it, they didn't own their own businesses. Yeah. So they don't really have a, a real class. You're almost better off getting taught by one of Dame Dad's podcasts. You know what I'm saying? So, I, learn the, more. I say that to say that and when you are entrepreneur and you running your own business, whether it's a lawnmower business, you're doing the photography, the podcast, whatever it is you're doing, failure is your college. Wow. That's your lesson. Wow. So if like you can't look at failure like a loss, you gotta look at it like, well, hell, how else am I supposed to get this education? You, if you're gonna go to pay college to get a degree, well, you might have to pay and fail ten thousand dollars at a business to get some knowledge in it. Because right. I didn't fail. Man, I tried to put up a barbershop about four or five times mm. before I got there. I've, tried, I've been trying to put up a barbershop since I was 20 years old. First started in Woodbridge, and I came out to Herndon. You know what I mean? So, and then in 09, you know what I mean? It happened. But I failed. You know what I mean? Like, looking at different spots, people telling me no, uh, especially in this area, you know, uh, uh, your bank account ain't right. Or you don't have a business loan. 
business loan, I can do it myself. You know, you don't have a business plan. Business plan, I believe what you mean. We're cutting hair. That's you know what I mean? Like, but nah, the, they'll create roadblocks. Yep. You know what I mean? I had, me and Kev, we was, we was gonna open up shop right across the street before we moved here. And it was a white dude, a white realtor. And he was like, at first, he heard our realtor on the phone, real proper, and hey, how you doing? And you know what I mean? Like, you know, real, you know, right. that kind, right? And so he met us. Kev get out the range. I think I, I either had the escalator or the navigator back then, so we just looking extra just flashing. Yeah, you know what I mean? And we just looking. You know what I mean? We're just going in there and we just looking and he's kinda sizing us up and we just we you know what I mean we dressed like Yeah, clothes. like we just dressed down. It's a day it was on Monday. It was a day off. We didn't come up there suiting the booty. We wanted to see if this is an opportunity for us, not they giving us one. Right. We, we we already had a shop up and running. So he was in it. He was like, well, okay, let me look at all your numbers. Let me look at what's in your bank account. Let me look at what's in your credit. Credit good, bank account good. Bank account Bank account says we can build it out, and we can pay three months, and we can pay a uh, security deposit. You know what I mean? Like, we had it and more. So it wasn't a money thing on our end. We could be showing that we could do it, right? So then he was like, okay, we're good, we're good. That's cool, all right. Man, like three days later, he called and was like, "Hey, man, guys, I'm sorry. The owner doesn't want um, doesn't want to have a barbershop in here no more. He doesn't want to have a barbershop." I'm like, what? Man, whatever. We so used to being turned down. It was just like, man, whatever. Like, we kept looking. You know what I mean? Because that wasn't the only one we was looking at. But we was used to the nose. But it's like we had to turn those nose. We told the nose no until we got a yes. You feel me? So it's like. Um, so we came here, we, we building this shop up, you know, they said yes, we got it popping, whatever, whatever. And then we look across the street, the same building that they said no to us is a white salon that does color, mm. hair color. They said they didn't want a beauty, because we had a beauty salon and a barbershop. Remember, we had a lot of girls. Remember, we had yeah. the girls, we had a lot of girls doing hair. So, you know, we had it sectioned off, so we was gonna have like four barbers in the front, and for stylists in the back, you know what I mean? And you know, they showed, we showed them that. They came to the spot and all of that, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so it wasn't just like, this is way more barber heavy in this spot, you know what I mean? But that's not how that spot was gonna be. It was very unisex. You saw it when we had four barber chairs and we had four styling chairs at the old spot. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, and that's what happened. They told us no, but then they put something like that there. So if we was to let him stop us from what our vision and trying to achieve it. It's like, yo, man, you're not about to take my pencil and then write my fucking dream for me. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I'ma write it. You know what I mean? And like, it, like I know you're gonna bleep it out, but fuck your no. <laughs> Real shit. Fuck your no. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> that should be a shirt. Fuck your no. You know what I mean? Woo. <laughs> Damn, just keep pushing. I know you're gonna bleep it out. Just yeah, that, that's just real. That's the best. Up, that's the best way I can put it, man. Keep going until you get a yes. That's it. That's a big time. Yeah, how about you, Boo? I know you, you kind of have a different, different industry, different path. So we'd love to hear, you know. So what's the question? We just thoughts on the real life of an entrepreneur, not not the Instagram flashy, you know. Even that, I think it's hard. I think that, like, honestly, building your own brand, it's it's consistency is the is key time you know what I'm saying you said something about motivation earlier tonight and to me I feel like motivation is a lie right because no one's really motivated to be an entrepreneur no one's really motivated 
to put in 60 hour work weeks. No one's really motivated. That's not motivated. Like, you, you do it anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like, whether you're motivated or not, like, that motivational thing is like, being motivated to do it as a honest. You gotta do, you gotta do, you do exactly what you need to do to get what you want, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you just wanted to know, it's like something I read a long time ago when I was doing music more heavy. Uh, the guy that did Pandora, he did like, him and his team put Pandora together. It wasn't signed, but they had no money for it, but they had designed it and put it together. And it, you know, I think it was like five years they went with no no money. He didn't pay any of his designers or nothing like that. He went to like 97 meetings, right? You know, every couple of weeks he had a meeting with somebody. He told him no. Every meeting he had a no. Every meeting, like on the 97th meeting or the 107th meeting, right? It doesn't matter. It was a ridiculous amount. It was more than 50, right? On this 97th meeting, he finally gets a year. They get like $6 million. He pays everybody for the years they worked and everything like that, right? And I'm like, that guy went from, and it was like the, the main point was like success is to go from failure to failure with zero lack of enthusiasm, yep. right? Yep. And I was like, that takes a lot of, like, you gotta be a tough dude to get told no for an extended amount of years, 97 times, they're telling you it's to this, it's to that, you take what you feel like it, you revamp it, you go to the next meeting, they go from every meeting until you get your yeah, which is like, when you tell the story, I was like, it's not just like the Pandora dude. Pandora hmm. man was like, look, I don't like that idea. We're going to go to the next meeting. Thanks a lot. You know what I'm saying? He, yeah. he just didn't stop. He kept moving. If you like the idea, you know what? I kind of like that. I'm sorry. You guys can't be the ones. We're going to go work on that. Thanks a lot. If we do fix it, will you take us? Oh, you won't? No problem. Go to the next person. He just went and went until he got it. It's pretty feedback. Yeah. So I'm, I'm like, uh, I guess for me, I have, I want it to be, I don't like working for people. I don't like hustling for other people. I can't put nobody else's name on me, right? Like, I know that, um, my the skill that I have, or the skill that I that I, that I pride myself on, is like connection. Where I'm really, it's really easy for me to connect with people. I'm charismatic, I guess is the word, the, def the definition they have for it. But I'm like, uh, I, I have this skill, I have this thing. Where I'm just really, I, mean, I, I like people. I'm good with people. You know what I'm saying? So I watched myself get put in positions where people utilize me, being good with people, and make money off of me. And I felt like, oh, like I'm not. I felt like, oh, it wasn't like I was being old. I felt like, oh, they're like, come in here, be here on time, don't be late. Oh, yeah, that's Mr. Blue. Yeah, everybody loves Mr. Blue. He's one of our favorite. Mr. Blue, why don't you go talk to this person to go do this? Damn, you know what I'm saying? Boy. It was like, yeah, yeah. It was like, they always utilized me. So it always made me feel a kind of, I always had a little chip. The only thing, like, so when I got into fitness, it was whatever. You know what I'm saying? I just like to teach it. Cause I, I worked with schools with kids for a while. I like to teach it, but I also like boxing. I love boxing. I think it's a real, it's a fun sport for me. So I started doing personal training, I realized the natural, the natural progression of a personal trainer is to go into business for yourself. That's just yeah. the natural progression of a trainer. It's odd to stay and it connected to a gym you when you're the brand, you know what I'm saying? Like, cause gym's just gonna, they do these non-competes too and yeah. like, you can't work nowhere else. I was like, I don't, I don't wanna work for nobody. I wanna mm -hmm. work for myself. So I did the training for a while and I started doing Blue Box Fitness. My first step in it was just like a, an ad here. I got my first client and uh. It was weird, man. It was weird, right? You know, what I was doing, you know, they paid for the session when I went there, you know, paid for it when I got back, you know, it was just like, it's really weird until like, I worked for US Fitness and I watched how they did it. I started realizing that part of entrepreneurship was like, submerging yourself in the field that you want to be in, you know what I'm saying? So I went into a gym, like, yo, I don't want to work for a gym, but I want to know how a gym works. So I went to a gym and I was there and I watched everybody, the front desk people, the, set, the personal trainers, the, the directors, and I got a management position in the gym and I ran that for a while. And when I left, I left with no income, no clients, no nothing. 
I was like, yo, if I'm gonna fail, I'm gonna fail for me. I ain't gonna fail and all these I'm gonna fail, I'm gonna fail, I'm gonna be the one that fails for me. So I went out and I, you know, I tripled my income in the first couple of months or whatever, right? And I was like, yeah, I'm killing it. Three, four months later, income was plummeted, right? I, I had like half the income I had before I quit my job. Cause I didn't really know how to how to like run a business, how to like, you know, the ups and downs, how to keep clients. I didn't know what it was, you know what I'm saying? So I was remember I was in this joint, ramen noodles and eggs, boy. I was in this joint. Look, your boys making peanut butter sandwiches, ramen noodles and an egg for dinner. Like, I was like, yo, I got to do what I got to do. You know what I'm saying? And then finally kicked back up in the wintertime because everybody when the winter fluff kicks in. And then after like the first two years, I never had no problem, right? And I was going to keep my money streamlined the whole time, right? But the first year, it's crazy up and down. So I say, for me, being an entrepreneur was never really about uh, some grandiose, like, amount of money, uh, even the freedom. It wasn't even about the freedom, to be honest with you. It was about the the ownership. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't want to be if I if I got a gift, you know what I'm saying? If I got a skill and I'm gonna utilize that skill and that gift to make money, I don't wanna pay somebody else for housing my skill or my gift. I don't wanna pay somebody overhead or, or, or rent to have me on they to come out here and shake hands and yeah, you know what I'm saying, welcome to Nike. It's like nah, yo, Nike don't give me enough of a bag for them to be like, we got blue. They should Directly pay me to be at Nike shaking hands, but don't pay. Oh, I'm not fucking with Nike. I'm out here by myself. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like, I don't know. For me, it was always about not when I was for the people. Like I, I, I hustle better when it's for me, directly for me. Like now it's like for me, but it's for my baby too. So it's like, yeah, I make bread, but I make bread so I can spend time with my kids, so I can make sense, cook all fucking day. Yeah, <laughs> so right. Like cook all day. Ninety percent of the time, the fucking kitchen was come over. Right. That's big time, man. Yeah. That's big time. What about you? What, the, the real life of an entrepreneur? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, for me, man, um, it's it's been an interesting journey. Um, I did I did some net, network marketing for a little bit, um, learned a lot of, of skills, learned a lot of perseverance, learned a lot about handling those. Um, and, you know, growing up, man, like I said, I mean, it, it's not a sob story, but I mean, it was, it, it was tough sometimes financially on our family because my dad uh, was the only one provided, and this is an expensive area, five kids. He left his um, uh, his job with the county, great job, to pursue his dream of being a pastor, which is an entrepreneurial move, right? Yeah. And a lot of people don't yeah. think about it that way. And, and, I, and as I look back, as I got older, you know, my parents, one of the things that they've always done is they've made decisions based off of their their value system and, and what you know in our household what God uh, directed them to do right it didn't make sense for my my mom to not work but she knew that and my dad knew that her being at home raising us was the most important job she could have uh, money couldn't if she would have worked and made more money you know and, and you know we didn't have to have some of the financial struggles like I said we never like wanted for anything but some of the financial struggles we would be different kids yeah. right um, so you know seeing my dad leave a good stable situation to you know not a stable situation uh, and stick with it through the ups and downs um, has really really impacted me and you know, my mom always would say Make sure you have something of your own. Make sure you have your own, right? Regardless of what it is, make sure you have your own. 
Um, I think some of that, you know, may have come from regret on her end of not maybe doing some of the things she wanted to do. Um, but again, that always stuck with me. So, um, honestly, we're, I'm a fairly new traditional entrepreneur. Like I said, like the net, network marketing stuff is still entrepreneurship is still a business, but it's not it's not the same as brick and mortar or you know a traditional business. So I'm really just a year and a half into this, and and for us, you know, me and me and my brothers. We all work nine to five, so I think we have a different perspective in a way where we are working our nine to five to provide, right? But we also have our ambitions from an entrepreneurship perspective um, that, you know, eventually, um, we know we would want to do full time, right? So for me, I'm really learning how to balance it all, right? Um, we we really got into entrepreneurship. Now that I think about it. Because of two reasons: one, to fill needs, right, to, to solve a problem. Um, to us, like basketball training, is something that you know, we we're good at, we're passionate about, but we're we're looking at like how other trainers are doing stuff, right? Like for you, Blue, or you, Sean, if you're, for barbers, like if you see these these dudes who aren't really teaching technique the right way, they're not really teaching how to cut the right way, and you're like, yo, I can like they're really messing up these people's way of doing things, I could do it better. For us, it's like, yo, we know that we can help these kids. Because a lot of these trainers, a lot of these basketball trainers, they're in it for the money, man. They're not really teaching. They're teaching fads. They're teaching stuff that isn't really helping kids. So we're looking at it like, yo, we can help. We can solve a problem. And then the other thing is, it's like God gave us all this this, this talent, this, this knowledge and experience. And, for, and this is where I think, and you can talk about it next, like, his kind of frustration and like, yo, we gotta do something came from, yo, we're just sitting on this. Yeah. Like we have a gift to give and we're not doing anything with it, right? Um, so as far as the lifestyle, man, I mean, it's similar to y'all's even though we work in nine to five, like you, you do what you have to do. There's no, there's no, um, cheer, there's no cheerleaders, there's no, um, no coach, mm-hmm. there's no one who's just sitting there guiding you and, 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 and you know, doing all these things to, um, to incentivize you to do what you need to do. Like, either you're going to do it or you're not going to do it. So, yeah. And that's the beauty of it, right? Because being able to build something from scratch and, and watch it grow and watch, and, and watch the impact that what you're doing has on people, to me, is the most rewarding thing. Like our basketball training business, you know, we've only been around a year and a half, but literally every class session that we've had, like, you know, compared to the last one, we've grown at least one person, mm. right? With the podcast, like things have, things have been growing, you know, slowly and steadily. So, um, but last thing I'll say is, I mean, you have to be, you have to be mentally strong enough um, to, to be able to handle all the things that comes with being an entrepreneur because it's exhausting, man. Like, it is. It is exhausting. And and, and you're going to be misunderstood, right? So, last thing I'll say, and this we'll talk about this another time, romantically, you have to have the right partner. You have to. 
or or just don't have a partner at all. If you if if, if they're not, I read this. It said either either grind with me, lean back. Either 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 grind with me or shut up. Because you're not gonna. I mean, the reality is you're not gonna get all the time and attention that you you may want. But a lot of them want the things that come with being an entrepreneur, right? They want the. I want to travel. I want to have all these different options. But guess what? I have to be out the crib. I can't be. I don't watch Netflix with you all day. I I, I have to. That's right. Right? Like I can't be. We can't go to to uh, to Cabo in spring break like your like your friends who work nine to five. I can't I can't do it. Not right now. But if you if you hold me down, we'll be able to do that anytime we want someday. But. Again, like your association, romantically, friends, all that, all that, it's gonna test all that. So you gotta be, you gotta be mentally tough enough to be able to handle all that, and again, have a vision where you're gonna go, so that all that stuff doesn't hold you down. So, yeah, I mean, you covered it all, man. You really <laughs> covered it all. There's not much to say. I think the biggest thing for me is the why. You know why. We're pursuing what we're what we're pursuing. Comes down to legacy, yep. and then like you said, man, serving. Right, like at the end of the day, and this kind of answers that question about you know, uh, I guess a weak man, because um, I, I don't think I, I didn't put my two cents in, but um, you know, how are you serving, man? How are you making others better? How are you as an individual? How are you developing personally? Mm-hmm. Right, you talked about the different stages. You know, me at 18 wasn't the same person that I am now, mm-hmm. and you shouldn't be. You should, you should elevate it and progress as a person. Um, and then I think you know to become a stronger man, that's what it takes, man. It takes, it takes you for you to develop and um, learn from mistakes, and um, you know, teach your. You know, we got sons, you got daughters, and, and teach them. You know the the, the right the right path to to make your family name better, right, and to make this world a better place. Yep. And that sounds like corny and cliche, but you know you, you can't do that as a weak person, yeah. a weak man, if you stay stagnant in one place. No, it ain't um, corny, bro. So, yeah, man, entrepreneurship it's not flashy. You talked about it like it takes sacrifice. It takes you know, mental toughness, and um, you're gonna be vulnerable at times. It's scary. Question, it's scary. Questioning, like maybe even repeat outfits. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, why am I doing this, dog? Like, I mean, right now we got newborns, dog. Like, we're not not with them right now. You know what I'm saying? To be alive, and <laughs> they may question, like, you know, you're not spending enough time and. So and so and so on, but um, you know we know why we're doing it, yeah. and if if that stays pure individually, then you know you're you're doing it the right way. So you'll be blessed. Um, Just try to balance the best way you can. Yeah, the best way you can. Yeah, you know what I mean. Not to anybody else. Make sure you get your time in. Yeah. everywhere that you can. Yeah, I do feel like. The time with family is priceless. So I think that's the is something yeah. that, like, you know, entrepreneurship or not, like, there are your days, you know what I'm saying? Like, I had one morning where I was freaking, like, I was dying. I was sick of the 
dog, y'all. You know, you know, you sick when you poop with all your clothes off. You laughing? You laughing? You know why they laughing? Because y'all know what I'm talking. Yeah, about. yeah, yeah. Like, you know, it you takes get, more time. You you're wasting joint, time. You get to that joint and you get sit down. You like, oh my god, yo, yo, yeah, yeah, yo, yeah, yeah. right? You know what I'm saying? Like everything was bad. I start breathing right for a second. I'm like, oh my god, COVID? Like why? I can't breathe, I got poop, but I'm not pooping. That was just all horrible, bro. I was like, I laid butt naked on the bed. I was like, oh my God, I'm gonna die with call 911. And I was like, you know, it was miserable. But I'm like, you know what I'm saying? So uh, it's a little COVID test and shit like that. It was cool. It was just a stomach virus, but I was mm-hmm. like, being dramatic because your man sick is different. So oh, yeah, like, yeah. Um, we, we be. Yeah, we get man sick is different, bro. Yeah. So one other thing, it actually is more severe. I did the research for Pi for our first Hey, man, real shit? It's oh, real, real shit right now? Yeah. Are you joking? Is that real? Because I'm going to use that. Real shit. Man sick is actually more severe than women. When women get sick, the whatever they're, because of their, them having given birth, their mm-hmm. pain receptors or whatever case would be have a higher threshold. So men being sick, we actually feel more pain and discomfort from actual being sick than women do. That's the Clinical. I mean, I turn into a ho-ho when I'm <laughs> <laughs> clinically, that's clinically proven. Yo. Yo, yo, are you, are we, and I thought it because I was a bitch or something. Y'all like, oh, I get sick, I'm miserable. Yeah. I'm a child. No, we get sick and it's more miserable for us than it is for women. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to or something like that, but when I'm sick, it's Yeah, like, dog, it's different. Yeah. You, know, you play basketball, that. break your whole fucking finger, but like, damn, yeah. you know, shake it off, but get sick. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I was fucking whining under the bed. Fucking that I tried to tell my mom I was really sick. She, ain't nothing wrong with you. Nah, nah I'm, like, I'm selfish. sick. They selfish. I'm sick. I, I can't go to school. Nah, they selfish, man. You was sick, man. You was in shit. Take care of you, bro. You know what I'm saying? Nah, okay, I, I, I decided, no, I decided. How come? How come we can't watch cartoons when we sick? Y'all that was. I mean, we not blind, right? You can't watch what? You can't have no. You can't enjoy. You can't have no fun. You can't enjoy. You can't enjoy this. You sick? Why you gonna have fun? You gotta be miserable. I can't. You couldn't go to school. I can't. You can't have fun. You can't have fun. You gotta go to school and have fun. And this how we get no school have fun. I know exactly what they talk about. Yeah, because you take it away from my my me time. That's right. I came in one day, my daughter said she was sick. I came home, I came home, like, hey, baby, she was like, hey, daddy. I'm like, you were sick. She's like, oh, yeah. You can't talk. You can't talk. You real sick, huh? You real sick. I was like, what's wrong? She's like, oh, you know, the chicken nuggets I had yesterday. I was like, oh, we can't have no chicken nuggets. She's like, no, we can have them. I know it was bad. I was like, you know, chicken nuggets got your stomach messed up. And here's the thing. You know, you got to have it come from them. They got to be like, oh, wow, he really is. Yeah, you got to convince them. Yeah. It's gotta come from them. Right. You can't tell them, oh, I'm sick. No, no. And the sick part is, like, you know, in the morning, like, you're, you always feel your worst in the morning. Yeah. You may feel better at, like, 1 p.m., but you can't show it. Nah. If you show yeah. it, if you show it, you was lying the whole day. then you was lying the whole day. You gotta be quiet. So you, so you gotta, yeah. You gotta be quiet. Yeah. You can't <laughs> talk with the talk with I wasn't saying that was a lie, dog. If I was at the crib. You trying to break down now. It's too late now, you grown man. Don't need it no more. Where was you when he was sick on his sick day? Yo, he horrible. Yo, he horrible. He horrible. Yeah, I was gonna say the entrepreneur shit. I was gonna say that, you know, I shit had that sick day where I was just, you know what I'm saying, dying. And I was like, you know, there is no responsibility. There's no boss telling me you gotta be in here. Don't drop this client, don't drop this thing. I mean, also, like, that's personal training. I can call and move things around. Right, I got yeah. flexibility myself. No one's going to check me. Like, you can't do that. Are we going to do this? You know what I'm saying? Like, everything's on me. But, like, that's the weight of our entrepreneurship, yeah. right? It all falls on you. You miss a day, everything stops. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if you miss a day, when it's like, well, my particular business. You know what I'm saying? Like, Sean not coming to work. 
he gets this ways to check in and manage his business because his employees more employees. Mine is kind of more singular, so there's no employees to manage. You oh know no, what I don't move my feet. I don't eat. It's like outcast. Yeah, you know, I like that. So I like I'm. So it's like that 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 that. It's not even, it wasn't even like a deep type of thing. It wasn't like yo man, you gotta do it. It was like yo, is this too much for me today? <laughs> is this gonna be too much for me today? Mm-hmm. Let me give it a little bit. So I slept another hour. You know what I'm saying? Okay, and I woke up in the middle of the fucking night. It was like five o'clock in the morning at that time, and I was like. It's too much. It's like, yo, I really might be really fucking sick. Like, I might yeah. actually be fucked up. I laid down. I was like, okay, I'm breathing right. I'm good. All right, cool. Let me see for a second. I was like, it feels good. I'm going to go lay down for a second. Took another hour. I was like, okay, I'm a little better, but I'm a little, like, fucking weak. can't move. But I want to move. And I'm like, every hour I'm evaluating, how right. sick am I? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Can I get this shit done and just move less? Can I modify the workout so I ain't got to be around nothing? So I ain't got to hold no mitts. You know what I'm saying? Like... How can I get through this day? And I picked on like more time. I think at the time I was covering shit too. So it was like it was like another I added like four or five hours to my day covering shit in addition to my regular workload and I was fucking sick. Uh, or, and I was like not at my best, but like honestly I don't know. I just feel like I feel like that's the mindset you have, right? It's gotta get done. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was just really I just really had to evaluate, like, is this too much for me? Is this gonna be too much for me? Do I have to drop the ball? Like, no, I can do this shit. <laughs> I can do it. Like once, mm-hmm. I, like once sleep, I was like, it's a little bit better. Take another nap. It's like, all right, this is good. Do I got time to make it? Okay, I can make my day. And I rolled the fuck out. And at the end of the day, I was like, I feel great. Feel good, about yeah. yeah. I feel good. I mean, I'm still, I'm still a little under, but I was like, you know, it was worth it. At the end of the day, it was worth it. I was still a little under, but I got through the whole fucking day. I definitely going back. Fuck that job. Fuck the people. But I was like, <laughs> <laughs> But I, but, I, but I also appreciate the fact that like I didn't lose no time, I didn't lose no money. Because when it's just you, when you don't move your feet, you don't eat, like, right. listen, missing a week of work, yeah. you, when you work for so. yourself, and it's time-oriented, you miss a week of work, that shit ain't a vacation, nigga. You, that shit got to come back, yeah. you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Now, now you, make, you missed a week of work, but you're going to miss a week of pay next yeah. month. You, you only got, got 50 more weeks now. Yeah, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. You can't do it like that. You got to work with a real person. Just, just to wrap up, that, that's, a, that's a good segue into something that I posted on Instagram and in our, in our Discord channel. Um, as y'all listen to this, I got this from James Clear. He wrote the book Atomic Habits, really great book. But he, he said, "What are one or two things that you that if you do them today, you'll you'll go to bed content, right? Whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you're not, like I, I encourage everybody to to think about that when they wake up, because there's a lot of noise coming at you. Some of it we create, some of it we don't. But at the end of the day." I would write it down like, all right, I need to do this one or two, these one or two things, now I'll go to bed content. If I don't finish the laundry, if I don't, you know, make this call, if I don't, you know, write this letter or whatever, it's all good. Like th- that stuff isn't on on that one to two, uh, one to two things list. So we appreciate y'all. Hopefully y'all got something out of it. Y'all know we like to fool around and, and joke, but we, we also like to bring real stuff, real topics, real insight. Um, so we appreciate y'all rocking with us. The barbershop episodes are going to be um, released on the regular platforms: Apple, Spotify, um, Anchor. Um, we may uh, All that. we may edit uh, edit them and then release the full joint on Patreon or something like that. We'll see. But you're, you'll at least get part of it. I, I can promise you that. All right. All right, y'all. Appreciate y'all clocking with us. Cherry, about to clock out. <laughs> cherry, cherry. <laughs> that, might, that might be the that might be the top episode. Yo, you dumb as hell, dog. We off, we off. We should probably call it cherry. We live, we good. Nah, I don't know, man. We still, you still recording? We off.
We put in work and here's the proof. What you want? I'm making moves, punching in. I'm on it too. I'm in the gym. I'm in the stoop. It's hunting season. Where's the food? We push each other daily. Level up. Cause that's what brothers do. Clock in.